If you love all things real estate in Houston, this show is for you. Sounds so exciting. We'll interview mortgage professionals, real estate professionals, special guests, and business owners from right here in the Houston community. This is Houston Inside Out. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Houston Inside Out. I am your host, James J. And today we are talking about what you must have to apply for a mortgage. Now, the good thing about this is that a lot of this hasn't really changed for the most part over the years. In fact, most of it hasn't changed. Now, since 2008, 2009, definitely some things have changed since pre 08, pre-crash, right? Probably 06, 07, prior years. You can get a mortgage without having a job. You can get a mortgage without documenting your income. You can get a mortgage basically if you had a pulse. So some things have definitely changed since that time. But we're just going to talk about some of the basics today, like what you must have to apply for a mortgage. Now, one of the best things that you can do when you apply for a mortgage, guys, as the Boy Scouts would say, be prepared. Now, what does that look like? So there's so much scrutiny right now that loan files undergo these days. The better documentation you can provide up front to your lender, the more smoothly the process will go. Documentation, documentation, documentation. We've kind of gone overboard in some ways since 2008, 2009. I see we're kind of leveling off just a little over the last few years with some of the documentation, some of the criteria, some of the standards are loosening up just a little. But the bottom line is you have to be prepared to document your financial history, your bank accounts, your job. I mean, it, it's it's almost like a strip search with your clothes on, right? So you want to make sure you are prepared. Nothing slows down the mortgage process more than underwriters having to spend time three or four days or any time, right? Asking for and then reviewing items that should have been submitted when you first submitted your application. Right, you want to stay on the good side of an underwriter. Now, there is a balance between giving information and giving too much information, which is where the loan officer should come into play, right? They're going to tell you, hey, we want to qualify with the least amount of documentation because as an underwriter, they are required to pick apart every document they get. Right, they're looking for ways to almost pull the file apart. But that is their job. They are wired to protect the lender. So they want to make sure everything is in order, the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted. That's what their job is. So you want to make sure they're not having to guess. And again, the loan officer will help you with this, but don't guess. They don't want to, you don't want to spend time having an underwriter guess, guys, because your file goes right back to the end of the pile. And depending on how big that file, that pile is, that can be the difference between you closing one week or another week or two, 
just depends. So you wanna make sure you are providing enough documentation that the underwriter doesn't have to guess. So I'm gonna give you some of the following uh, documents that you need uh, in order to make the mortgage application happen and stay on track, all right? So income, 30 days of pay stubs, two years tax returns are pretty much the standard. Now there are lenders that don't require tax returns, but they are gonna require W-2s. So each lender's gonna be a little bit different with that. You need the contact information for employers over the previous two years, especially if you have multiple employers. So you want contact information, address, phone number, supervisor, make it easy, guys. Two years is typically the standard. There are lenders that are out there that may go 12 months, but I think overall two years is a good number to use for most lenders. So if you have multiple jobs, uh, if you're a contractor, there are certain professions that they go from one contract to the next, they get laid off, they pick up work here, they pick up work here, they may be off for a month or two. In certain line, in a certain line of work, that is common, guys. That doesn't disqualify you from getting a mortgage. You just need to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row if you've if you've had several jobs over the last two years. If it's in the same line of work, it's usually not that big of a deal. If we can show a trend uh, in that specific line of work uh, and you've got all your documentation. Assets, let's talk about assets. All right, so you wanna have the last two months of bank statements, that's pretty much standard. Now, if you're showing either a large deposit or withdrawals on the statements that you've submitted, be prepared to fully document these items as lenders are going to want some type of paper trail. So two things here. On your bank statements, make sure you are submitting every single page. Sometimes people will send bank statements in and they left the last page off because it was blank. So if it says one of five, don't send one of four because page five was blank. You send one of five. If it says one of eight, you send one of eight. You send every every page. Don't leave one out because you think it's not important. Every single page. If it's a 401k statement, same thing. Every single page. Don't slow down the process by submitting most of the paperwork and then telling the underwriter, or excuse me, telling the loan officer that you'll get the rest to them. Get everything that you can at once, if you can. Now, there's going to be certain, situation, certain situations where there's certain documents that you can't get immediately. But the bottom line is, whatever pages are involved with that specific document, one of eight, one of nine, one of 12, send every single page, everyone. Large deposits and withdrawals. This is a big one. So a lot of people get a lot of cash, right? You want to try and maintain your financial situation from the day you submit the mortgage application to the day you close, if possible. You don't want to have large sums of money going in and out of a bank account after you submit your mortgage application. All right, it's a red flag. It's a red flag. And don't think that you're going to fly under the radar and submit the application and then you think a few weeks down the road that it's all clear 
and you can have a big deposit or a big withdrawal for that matter. It will catch up to you. And sometimes it prevents people from being able to qualify. So other information that you need to be uh, concerned about, uh, you know, your past two years of residency, especially if you've lived in multiple places, again, document, address, where did you live? How long were you there? All right, so this means you'll need the names, phone numbers of the landlords as well, uh, homeowners associations as well. With other income, the easier you can make it for the lender guys, the more easily your file will move. So if you've got part-time jobs that you need in order to qualify for the mortgage, same, same stuff, same documentation. If it's a part-time job that you have and you don't need it to qualify for the mortgage, don't submit it. And the under, excuse me, the uh, loan officer will help you with this, right? A good loan officer will know, hey, we don't need this to, for you to qualify. And they won't send it in. You want to qualify with the least amount of paperwork. All right. Least amount of paperwork. So I hope that helps, guys. If you've got questions about this or any other mortgage real estate topic, head on over to myhoustoninsideout.com, myhoustoninsideout.com, and I look forward to catching up with you guys on the next episode of Houston Inside Out. Subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Go subscribe, share, share. Sharing is caring, guys. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.